empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Tringale. Thank you for joining me on the podcast this month. I pray that your spring is off to a great start and no matter where you are, that you are finding time to take a deep breath and enjoy it. I'm excited to share with you some things on my heart for the podcast this month and speak to what we are all in the middle of in one way, shape, or form. And that is really navigating the season that we're in, navigating the time that our world is in, the time of this podcast. There's so many volatile issues at play, maybe more so than any time in recent history. And even as Christ followers, as sons and daughters of God, it's interesting how you can find yourself on so many different sides of arguments or perspectives or takes on things. Many of us are just simply left wondering what on earth is the way forward. And I have no desire on this podcast to speak to any specific cultural issues. But what I do have stirring in my heart is maybe the roadmap or the way forward as sons and daughters of God. Nobody can tell any of us exactly what to think about any given situation. And I believe that many of the issues at stake today, we can find our footing in the word of God, but we also have to listen to our heart and how God would lead us. But I want to share something with you that talks about our way forward. And I believe that our way forward is making sure that we keep our center right. Let me start off by sharing with you a few scriptures out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 3, verse 7 through 15. It says this, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. In the day of trial, in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, they tried me and saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation and said, They always go astray in their heart. And they have not known my ways. Verse 11, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Verse 12, beware, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, but rather encourage, exhort one another every day while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. I believe that this portion of scripture is pointing us to our way through, no matter what cultural issues are at play, no matter how volatile things get, or even what you and I are facing in our own lives. He's telling us that if we will get our center right, we are going to make it through on the high road. Here's what I feel like that looks like. In life, we have to deal with four different worlds. Number one, yourself. Number two, things. Number three, other people. And number four, God. I want to say to you that until you relate yourself to God in fellowship with him, and of course, in obedience to him, then none of these other three relationships are going to come out right. We will be completely off balance with ourselves, with things, with others, until we get our center right. 
But when we get the center of us right, everything else takes care of itself. There was a story about a woman that when she was asked how her marriage was going, she said about her husband, you know, he has a brilliant mind, but he will not rest in the Lord. What she was saying was he was so restless with himself, with things and with other people, he could not find his rest in God. There's also another great example of this in one of our great universities. There was a minister that was put into place in the chapel who was very humanistic in his theology. And he had the cross removed on the steeple of this chapel on this great university. And in its place, he had them put in a weather vane. He did this to be symbolic of the fact that there was no main line of truth in his opinion. That in essence, the times changing and the way people felt in and of themselves should determine their true north. Of course, that point of view leaves us to the winds of circumstance until they grab on to a faith and a commitment to the only true north, the only true baseline of truth, and that is God. He gives the unchanging steadiness of life. So why is it that we can tend to get off from God being our center? Why is it that we get out of our rest in God? And the truth of it is because we try to rest in something else other than him. Too many times we confess our love for God, we worship him, but it starts coming out of our minds instead of our hearts. It comes out of our head instead of the depth of our spirit. And it's typically when something else grabs hold of our affection. All of a sudden, whatever gets our deepest affection begins to decide our thinking. When that happens, inevitably, we start thinking and choosing more with our emotions and our minds than with our spirit. And the problem with that is that the spirit of truth does not dwell in our emotions. It does not dwell in our mind. No, our mind and our emotions are supposed to be informed through the more powerful voice of the Holy Spirit in our spirit on the inside. Our affections draw their own conclusions, and this can get us in dangerous trouble when our center is not Him. It has been said that people lose their footing in God. They lose their faith in God, not so much just by sheer doubt, but by dishonest sin. It's not that we really start doubting who God is or doubting his truth. It's that our affections begin to stray and sin begins to take hold. Maybe places of sin that we're not really ready or willing to own up to. The truth is, if we will do the diligent work of the taking of inventory, of our heart, of taking inventory, not in the face of a condemning God, but the face of a loving and gracious God who's saying, don't run from me, run to me. If we will do that and lay our affections out before him, he will sit and do the sorting with us. Yes, his truth, the light of the spirit of truth will shine light on things in us that need to change, but not to harm us, It's to keep us from harm, to keep us in the safe place where when we live out of the center of him resident, sitting on the throne of our affections, when we live out of that place, we live in the abundance, in the blessing, in the best life 
that we could ever dream. The truth is, and you and I know this, that whenever we get out of God being at the center, at the core of who we are, and our affections begin to lead us other ways, there's always a bottomless pit waiting at the end of it because it is never enough. No thing, no one is ever enough to steady or secure us. But I love what God tells us in his word, that his name is a strong tower. And he said that when the righteous run into it, they are saved. I love the picture that God paints for us here. In essence, he's telling us ahead of time, listen, you're gonna come into situations in places where your center is going to try and be swayed, where instead of a cross being at the steeple of your heart, the issues of the day are going to try and grab up the passions of who you are and turn you into a weather vane sitting on the steeple of your heart. It's going to pull your truth to the circumstances of the day. But God is saying, listen to me. Let the spirit of truth rule and reign. Let me sit on the center of your heart and I will be your map. I will show you the way forward. I love this quote by a man that lived back in the early 1900s. And they say he's one of the most unknown, well-known evangelists of his day. He was a man by the name of Sam Jones. And he was once asked by a critic when he came into town to speak to thousands that had gathered. The critic said, Mr. Jones, you don't believe the Bible just as it is, do you? His reply, you fool you. Of course I do. How could I believe that it isn't? The great evangelical doctrines, such as the weakness of the human heart, the work of the spirit, in convincing the mind, in convincing the will, the grace of God in helping the sinner to repent and in trusting in Jesus Christ for salvation and in the power of God to keep and reward the faithful. These are preached and believed with earnestness and faithfulness. Sometimes it is just seldom heard. I love this illustration because he takes us back to the core of why we call ourselves Christians and why we label ourselves that way as Christ followers. And it's not because of a dogma or a mantra. It is because we believe that it is the word of God, the inherent truth that we are to choose by and to live by regardless of the times that we're living in. In fact, I find the answers for the day in that word. I want to encourage you to maybe in this current climate that we're all in, to take some extra time. Maybe it's first thing in the morning. Maybe it's late at night. But take some extra time simply reading the word of God for yourself. Why? Because the spirit of truth leads us in to all truth. And there's something about taking in the truth of God, not a devotional, not a book, not even somebody else preaching the truth to you. All of those things are so good. But what I am saying is there seems to be a necessity for an increase of our time with our eyes and our heart drinking in the literal words of God. Why? because it will work like an alignment on your heart. It will serve as an alignment to your thoughts and it will reset the deepest affections of your heart. Too many of us are trying to keep ourselves in line by our own willpower, but the Christian life really was never about that. Yes, we have things to choose, but it's really about yielding to the spirit of truth and letting the power of those words do the necessary work for us. 
wherever you are listening to this podcast from today, I just want to encourage you in the days ahead to make sure that you are keeping the center right in your heart. Make sure that he is at your core. Not other people, not things, not circumstances around us, but God. And if we will relate to God first and foremost, then we will rest in him. And if we will rest in him, then all the other things we have to relate to are going to fall right into place. I pray that this podcast has been an encouragement and spoken to your heart today. Whatever you have been walking out or facing, I want you to know that we are praying for you. And I believe that God is stirring things deep on the inside of you to keep you right in place for what God is walking you into in the days ahead. He has a good plan and that good plan comes with so many good and rich things that he has for your life, more than we could ever dream of on our own. All we have to do, as the word says, is be in position. The Bible tells us that the willing and the obedient will eat the good of the land, or we could say, live in good days. Let's do our part. Let's find our place of willingness, find our place of obedience, knowing that we will live in the abundant life he promised if we'll do just that. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.